The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Powered by Power. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Eric, 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 who is Eric, Eric, Eric said, I am a former Husker. Eric, who? Show yourself. <laughs> you know a lot, too, because he was like Octavius McFarland. He must be a defensive guy. Hmm. He's got to be a defensive guy. Got to be. Eric, you a defensive guy? Just tell the truth sometimes, man. It'll be okay. Come on, Eric. 9099. Kyler Reed was before his time. Great receiving tight end. I, I like how to read. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm all about block game, though, right? Because what would you rather have a receiving tight end or a blocking tight end? Yeah, in an ideal world, both. Right. Yeah. You want both. You don't. You don't really want one without the other. Sometimes yeah. you have to compensate. But tell me, in the last five, oh, we got a call. What are we doing here? Gotta call Mike. We gotta Mike call McNeil. Mike, man. Yeah. Here, Rico. We need you to call Mike McNeil, man. Tripping. You supposed to do that on the break. You sat in here, Rico. I don't know. I like a tight. I like a tight end that can catch, though, Bob. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah, I, I think I'm narrowing down my top five as we talked about. I think Matt Harrion's got to be in there. I mentioned him when he was injured. Uh, you know, his, so his his he got injured and then had to sit out a year, and then his senior year wasn't huge. Um, but he leads Nebraska all time in total career yards from tight end with 1,250. I think Junior Miller we already mentioned has got to be in there. The only All American, first team All American for Nebraska. Johnny Mitchell we mentioned first, you know, 15th pick of the draft uh, was well on his way to being becoming a great don't, at Nebraska. Don't tell the was cap- great. Don't tell the captain, but I like Sh- Sh- Sheldon. I think Sheldon. I think Sheldon might be in my top. I think you have to put Austin Allen in. Uh, because of the records that he broke. Matt Harrion, like I said, has the records. And I think Sheldon Jackson might round up my top five. But the, the fifth spot's tough because he could put Mike McNeil. He could put Kyler Reed. Um, Who's you know, number playing one? Names. I think I would go, John, after thinking about it, I think I'd go Junior Miller, Johnny Mitchell, Matt Harrion, Austin Allen, and Sheldon Jackson. Wow. And Mike McNeil. Wow. <laughs> give me serious. Give me serious. Give me serious. I know you got to get to it, but give me serious. We got we got another tight end brother on here, man. I can't. I got to bring him in right. I can't be playing around messing with you, Terrell Farley. Well, you could have played the Ric Flair. Come on in. No, I can't play. If Ric Flair ain't for everybody. Okay, just for okay. Yeah, it's just for Bob. Okay, you can't you can't just bring Ric Flair in and just give him up to Mike <laughs> McNeezy. They don't they don't work like that. Well, hey, I tried. Come on, Bob. <laughs> this is a, all I can do is type in, push it. You're having a Whipple moment. Mm. That's a Whipple moment. You, I thought Sears was already programmed in. No, but here Nick comes. came in and stole all our stuff. I don't think it's programmed in. I don't think it's pro. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. There he goes again. All right. Should be ready to go now. Yes, 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 yes. Without further ado, we got a classic, a classic Husker. A Husker that's got some skin in the game, who's done a lot, and he's one of my tight end brothers. So I want to bring him to the captain show with the black shirt and bop like this with serious playing. I think they were still playing that in 2010 when they were going nuts. But here, without further ado, Mike McNeil, tight end for Nebraska, tight end for the St. Louis Rams. I don't know how in the world he got out of the state of Missouri and got to Nebraska, but we're going to find out today. Mike, what's up, brother? What's going on, VJ? How we doing? Man, doing good, man. Long time no see, no speak. We used to have some good times. I, I, was, I was happy when you reached out. I was like, you know, it's been a long time, but uh, excited to have a little combo. Come on, Mike. You know, you know, we always had combo when I was when you was at Nebraska. I know. You know I know. Saying? The good old days. The good old days, man. So, so talk to me. How in the world, first of all, Mike, did you leave Missouri and come to Nebraska? <laughs> Um, well, I got to say that I was given advice that I didn't really listen to, uh, which was never go anywhere for, for coaches, um, because the chances of them being there your whole time is, is slim, but I have to give a bunch of credit to the coaching staff that was there at the time, which was Callahan and Cosgrove specifically, um, and coach Gilmore and coach Watson, um, you know, they definitely did a good job, but, uh, it was a big selling point that Callahan had come from the NFL. And, you know, when you every 18-year-old has aspirations of making it there, you think that what better way than to equip yourself with an offense and a guy who's been there. So they were definitely a big part of it. Uh, another big part of it was certainly the, the people, um, because once I got there, uh, the state of Nebraska was like no other for, um, you know, their fan base and, and their passion for football and, you know, I was like walking around as a, I think I went as a junior and people knew me by name at that point from like, I guess, probably checking online that I was in town. Um, so they definitely make you feel special. And then obviously once you're playing there, you know, they, they show you a lot of love, except for when you drop a pass or have a bad game. But, you know, for the most part, they show you a lot of love. <laughs> Tell me about it. I know all about that. Okay. The only, yeah. the only thing about when I dropped a pass is most of the times we still won the game. So it really didn't. It wasn't, didn't have that big of an effect. Now, if we would have lost the game, now I think they probably would have made more of a shebang about me dropping balls. But, okay, so you get there. Do you redshirt? I did, yes. I redshirted um, and was definitely not ready to play when I showed up, so I'm thankful that I did. How, what, what, <laughs> give me your size when you showed up. Um, you know, my inflated size on my recruiting tape or my actual size? Actual. Uh, <laughs> I was probably like 6'4", 215 when I showed up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now I was definitely on the light side. Okay. So 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 you redshirt, and then Bo came, right? So I redshirted um, in 2006. Then 2007 was the year that that Callahan's whole staff um, got fired, and I played special teams that year. And then Pliny came in after that, and then I started. So so tell me some differences between uh, Callahan as far as coaching differences between Callahan and Pelini? Well, I mean, the big first one and the glaring one is as an offensive player is that one was, you know, dedicating majority of his time to offense and one was dedicating majority of his time to defense. But um, I think they just had different philosophies. I think you see with 
like Coach Rule coming in and just, you know, Coach Saban going. Like, the, the just it's a different world, you know, being in the NFL and being in college. You have young men, men that you're still molding um, and still probably almost more of like a father figure for uh, versus, you know, letting guys kind of do their own thing and it's sink or swim once you kind of get to the NFL. So they had that kind of different mentality. I feel like Pliny was, you know, really hands-on and uh, with us as people, uh, checking our classes and whatnot, and Callahan was a little bit more like, you know, you have a job to do and, and make sure that you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying one was right or wrong. Uh, they're both obviously fantastic coaches and have been coaching football for years, but certainly different from that aspect and different um, based on the, the time, I would say. Nice. Okay, so who were the guys that was in the room when you got there as a freshman? Who, what other tight ends were there? So the starter was Matt Harrion, who was coming off injury. Mm, okay. Uh, and then we had uh, Josh Mueller. Sean Hill and Jamie Phillips and Andy Stan kind of went back and forth. I don't remember how long he was like in our room versus kind of the, the fullback room, but he was kind of in between there. And then um, my, my, my boy, uh, Drew Young, he came in with me. Um, and Oh, and Hunter Tisa Tiller. Yeah. He was, uh, he was there. And I think that was I think that was it to start like my very first year I think okay. that was the room. All right, so now now you know I'm oh, going to ask ben, you. Ben Ben Tassa, I think he was there our first year too. He was definitely there for a couple of years. Okay, so 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 your senior year, who were the uh-huh. tight ends behind you? So Drew Young, Ben Cotton, Kyler Reed, um, JT Kerr was for a little bit, and then he transferred out. Um, I'm going to feel bad if I'm, I'm missing someone because I feel like I'm probably missing a guy or two. Uh, but those were – Them was the ballers, of, though, the guys that Drew, played. Drew, Drew, Ben, and Kyler and I played majority of the snaps. Yeah. What do you remember about old, old, old Coach Jackson when he was there? What was I doing when I was around that university? Uh, well, you were trying to teach us how to block, you know, because <laughs> you certainly weren't going to teach us how to run around. <laughs> no, you just wanted us to toughen up a little bit, which was good, because I think uh, that was what every uh, every previous Husker I ever met tried to tell us was to be the, I don't want to say bad words on, 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 on the radio, but, you know, be the biggest hardo that you could be, because uh, that's kind of how you guys set the tone and how you, how you won games, and uh it definitely reigns supreme when you're playing football. You got to have that in you. So that's what I took from you more than anything. Yeah, but you, you were you were you were big on hand placement, which you know, looking back as I coach now, uh, hand placement does make a huge difference. Your footwork and your hand placement for tight ends. That's how the smaller guys beat the bigger guys. Yeah, you know, so. remember because because you were always smaller. So yeah. it was what can you do to beat a? You were a great pass catcher. But what can you do to be a better blocker, to be a all-the-time tight end, not, a, not just a yep. sometime guy? So, you know, it's, it's, it's hand placement, it's, it's drive, and it's determination and knowing what the heck you're doing, know-how. So yep. we, we, you, you get done with Nebraska, great career. You leave as the, the number one tight end receiving overall. Of course, that got broken. You know that, right? I, I think I still hold for – Career Mm-mm. receptions, if I'm wrong. I think it was just single season that got beat, unless I got passed. I know the single season did. We'll, 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 we're going to do a little Oh, Yeah, I think. Uh-oh. We're we got to see beat it. 82. I don't hold any records anymore. Listen, I thought you still had it, and they smacked me around when I got to the radio station talking about psh, psh, psh. I'm like, no, nah, Mike McNeil is the guy. 
No, he's not. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to find out live when he calls me. Now we're going to find oh, out. We're going to find out. Go to, we got to go to the archives then. <laughs> I know that the two, two guys beat the uh, 32 mark in a season. But uh, I thought I was still holding on with 82 all time. But so that's too. devastating if I'm finding out right now on live radio that I'm no longer the record. I'm sorry, man, to be the bearer, <laughs> to be the bearer of bad news. Okay, so, yeah. so, so, so crushing. So you go tell us about because I said this. I said, okay, Mike, he might have played receiver, but he was a tight end that could catch that went out and went in the receiver spot. I never really considered you a real live receiver. How did you look at that situation? And when they asked you to move, and how did that whole thing come about? Yeah, so they um, – <laughs> I ended up playing like a zebra, like a slot guy a lot in the, as my senior year. I mean, I still played and lined up at tight end. Um, but, you know, we were running the ball a little bit more, a little more option. Uh, ben and Drew were really good in-line blockers, but then – Obviously, the, the type of schemes that we were running, it was still really important to have that slot blocked. So, and then I worked really well in the slot as a receiver. So, uh, it kind of fit at the time. Um, certainly, I would have loved to have catch more passes than I than I did my senior year because uh, we ran the ball quite a bit. Um, but it, uh, it it fit the scheme well uh, based on what we were trying to accomplish from a running and a passing perspective. So that's how it kind of came to be. And I think we were all in agreement at the time that that was the right move. You guys had one of those teams, one of my favorite teams. Now it's Paul. I mean, yeah, there's MP. You, y'all had killers everywhere out there on the football field. When so, we get, we are we are extremely underrated as a class in yes. terms of. Uh, I don't remember how many guys made it to an NFL camp, but it was something like fourteen or fifteen guys off my senior year that made it, like the following year to a camp. So wow. there was a lot of talent on there. Listen, when we get back, I got to go to break. I got to pay some bills. Right. But when we get back, I'm going to ask you a little bit about, because you went to the league free agent and got a chance yeah. to play a little bit and be a part of St. Louis Rams. I want to hear that story, how you got there and what it took to stay there for as long as you did. We'll be back. Absolutely. Mike McNeil, The Ticket, 93.7. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.